all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Get into the word. Lift your Bibles high. We're going to make our confession of faith together. I promise you this word is about to speak life into your life. Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we are open and we are ready. Speak now, God, with strength. Speak now, God, with power. We are ready for a move of God, even tonight, God. We are open and we are ready. Why do we say even tonight? Because, God, we're saying we're not waiting for tomorrow for change. We expect change now. I need you to open your mouth say, I expect change now. God, speak to us in this series we're in called Proverbs. Download wisdom into us God that gives us the ability to change our world download wisdom into us God that gives us the ability to change our situation and we thank you God that our next 12 y'all better pray this with me they shall be our best 12 and for that we say thank you release a praise right there if you believe that come on Wednesday Come on Wednesday, make sure you're in a praising section. Come on Facebook, make sure you're praising. Come on YouTube, make sure you're worshiping. Come on if you're on our app or the Harvest Channel. I need you to be making so much noise. If you're in an apartment, the people below you think something's wrong. Hallelujah. Don't let any rock cry out for you. Release your worship and your praise. Come on. Let's go. Let's go to work. So we've been in this series called uh, Proverbs, and we've learned uh, Proverbs literally means wise sayings. Come on, say this. I'm getting wiser. I'm getting wiser. Now, listen, life and death are in the power of your tongue. I say that a lot. So I'm going to always, when I'm preaching and teaching, I'm going to always have you say a lot. If you just want to sit there and listen to the homily, I'm here to tell you, you, you you're, you're, that's not what we're doing. Because listen, it's not enough to listen. You have to engage and say something. And for many of you, the enemy, watch me, when you get frustrated, you like to get silent. 
I rebuke those of you that like to get silent. I rebuke your silence and I rebuke your shutdown. Why? Because when you get silent and when you get shut down, you literally use your lose your ability to fight the enemy because your greatest weapon against him, watch me, is what comes out of your mouth. And I need some of y'all not to let the enemy punk you no more. I need some of y'all not to let the enemy shut you down or silence you. Matter of fact, open your mouth right in the enemy's face and just make this declaration, I'm wiser. I'm wiser. Yep. I've been through hell, but I'm wiser. I've been through loss, but I'm wiser. Been through disappointment, but I'm wiser. Been through uh, heartache and pain, but I am wiser. Come on, y'all. Listen, so look, Proverbs 3.35 says this, the wise will inherit honor and glory, but dishonor and shame is conferred on fools. Pay attention. That word inherit there means get, which means, watch me, when you are an honorable person, you are going to get honor and glory, uh, but Dishonor and shame is conferred upon fools, conferred upon fools. And in some, uh, uh, the last uh, message that I ministered about this dealing with honor, we talked about how the honorable are wise and the wise, excuse me, and the honorable get honored. The honorable are wise, the wise are honorable, and watch me, when you're honorable, you get honored. Now, this is important because notice wisdom, honor, and glory are connected, but dishonor and shame is connected to being foolish. Those days of your life have come to their conclusion. You spend enough of your days in shame. Come on. You spend enough of your days with your head down talking about, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. Oh, I messed up. I screwed up. I backed up. No, baby, listen. You about to get up. I need you to elbow somebody next to you. Tell them you're about to get up. You're about to get up. You spend enough of your days in dishonor and shame. But notice it's connected to being foolish. So pay attention. We learn that honor and glory, and this is what happens because when you're wise, you're honorable, and the honorable get honored. Say it with me. When I'm wise, the wise are honorable, and the honorable get honored. Say it again. The wise are honorable, and the honorable get honored. Listen. Honor and glory in the scriptures were often used interchangeably. The word for honor is the word hadar. And hadar means beauty. God says, I'm going to give you beauty. Watch me for your ashes. What if I told you that every place that you hate to look at in your life, when you become a person of honor, it's going to be the greatest area of your life. What if I told you that the areas of your life, that you're sometimes like, God, why in the world does this look like this? It don't look beautiful. It looks brutal. It looks, watch me, it looks like a mess. God says that's because there's a wisdom problem because wisdom would make you a person of honor and the honorable get honor. And let me tell somebody, watch me, the days of that area of your life looking brutal and broke down and beat down have come to their conclusion. I need you to open your mouth and worship God for three seconds right there that what was, watch me, broke down, beat down, busted, and br brutal is about to be beautiful. Go, three seconds, go, three. I'm waiting on you, come on Facebook, two. I'm waiting on you, come on Instagram, come on, come on, come on, come on, one. Come on, somebody say beauty, 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 beauty. And look at that next word. Pleasing, then excellence, then glorious, then majesty. God says, when you are wise, watch me, you're gonna get honor and glory. Now look at this, God says, it's gonna be beautiful, Life is going to be pleasing for you. Watch me. It's not just going to be pleasing for you. You're going to please God. I come against, watch me, that spirit in here and that spirit for those of you watching where, watch me, everybody else is pleased but God. Mm. 
You're finally not only going to please God, but your life is going to be pleasing to you. Can I tell you, you are dangerous somebody when things are right with you and with God. Y'all better hear me today. So you are dangerous somebody when you can walk around and say, if God be for me who would dare me against me. You are dangerous somebody when you're like, listen, I'm good with God, watch me, and I'm good with myself. Oh my God. And for some of you, the reason you can never get settled in with yourself is because there's a lack of wisdom which keeps you from being a person of honor, which keeps you from getting honor and glory, but that's over. Somebody holler, that's over. Listen, then that next definition, and next definition for glory is the word kabod. It's the word kabod. And kabod means this. It means to make heavy. God says, and I taught you this. God says, listen, I will make your name heavy. I will make you have weight in the spirit. There's something about somebody that's got weight in the spirit. Why? Because they may not look like much to you in the natural, but in the spirit, they're a heavyweight champion. See, David didn't look like much to everybody else but for 16 years from his birth to approximately the time when he goes out to fight Goliath David had been preparing and David was a worshiper David while he was out there with the sheep he'd sing songs David when he was out there with the sheep he was consistent he was faithful he was wise come on and his wisdom made him a person of honor and the honorable get come on finish it y'all wisdom watch me when you're wise you are honorable when you're honorable you get honored and so listen David walks up and everybody else is like David ain't gonna be able to do this matter of fact this is a king's battle so much so that Saul says you can't do this with what you have David this is a battle for a king so let me give you my armor y'all better hear me tonight but what they didn't understand is that while David didn't have what he needed in the natural because he was heavy in the spirit that's where he beat the Goliath and for some of y'all you keep looking around saying but I need this I need this I need that where is this where is that God says baby if you would get some glory and honor in your life you'll walk up to something that's way bigger than you and you're gonna beat it down why because while I may not have what they have in the natural you may not have the budget they do you may not have the team that they do. You may not have the experience that they do. You may not have the finance that they do. You may have not been born in the family that they were, but you know what? You got glory. Woo! You better fist bump somebody and tell them you got glory, 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 glory. Which means, baby, I'm heavy in the spirit. Mess with me if you want to, but I will take you down. And can I tell you what I love about the story? Let me tell you what I love. And not the story. When David, when he throws uh, that, that slingshot, as it were, it is not so much that David's aim was good. It's just that because David was heavy in the spirit, because he was a wise man, which made him honorable, and the honorable get what ends up happening, that God takes what David releases. Y'all better listen. He takes what David releases. It wasn't so much that David's aim was good. Because, watch me, it's not that David had ever faced this before. It's just that David had glory on his life. I need you to just, I listen, I know you're touching a lot of people, but you need a lot of agreement for where you're headed. But you just fist bump them one more time and say, glory is all over your life. It's all over your life. Come on, YouTube, type it in the chat. It's all over your life. Come on, Facebook, it's all over your life. This is why. You often get in battles that feel bigger than you. And that's because God says, I want to show you what I can do when you don't have what they have. I wish you knew you were a curse breaker. I wish you knew that you were a line crosser. I wish you knew that you were a boundary breaker. I wish that you knew that you were a history maker and a line crosser. Let's go. Look, 
glory. It's kebab. It means make heavy. Then look, bring to. And then take with. And I taught you, uh, uh, watch me, that God, when, when glory, literally God says, I'm going to bring you with me. I'm going to bring you with me. So wherever God goes, God says, I'm bringing you with me. This is why for some of you, can I be honest? If you don't feel slightly insecure, then you may not be doing something that's God. You didn't hear what I just said. If, if you don't feel slightly, slightly out of place, then can I tell you something's wrong with the place? Why? Because listen, God says, I'm going to bring you with me, which means the rooms you're going in are God-sized rooms. Oh my God. I need you to open your mouth and say, this is God-sized. This is God-sized. Matter of fact, when you look at it, you're like, how did I get here? How am I in this room? How am I standing in front of this individual. How am I standing with this person? Why? Because God says, I brought you with me. And wherever I go, you go. And God says, listen, there's nothing shabby about where God goes. There's nothing busted about where God goes. There's nothing trifling around where God goes. God says, I'm bringing you with me. But not only am I bringing you with me, watch me, um, watch me, watch me. I'm bringing you to, I'm taking you with. So watch me. I'm bringing you to something. I'm taking you with me. I'm bringing you to something. So look, you got silver. You got gold. You got fruitfulness. Watch, watch me. You got a clean slate. You're, God, says, God says, listen, 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 listen. When you're wise, you're honorable. And the honorable get honored. For some of you, watch me. Here's why God's about to change your future. You ready? It's not because you're perfect, but because you're honorable. And his, watch me. And the way you honor is getting ready to get you on the honor roll. I will throw this mic if you don't say something to me. God says, listen, it's not that you done everything right it is not that you have made every decision the way you're supposed to but you're wise and the wise are honorable and the honorable get honored and watch me that honor and that glory listen God says I'm bringing you I'm bringing you to I'm taking you with watch me I'm giving you the tools that you need I'm giving you the tools that you need and watch me you're gonna be a builder and a boss at the same time you're gonna be a builder and a boss at the same time. Matter of fact, everything you touch is going to turn to gold. Come on. Listen, I know what the indices says, but God says, but you touched it. I know what the statistics for the city say, but you touched it. If you need witness of what God can do through somebody that they should not be able to do, you ain't got to look far. Look at me. Because what God has done through us has not been done, watch me, by another African-American-led congregation in this area starting from scratch. And I'm not bragging on me. I'm not bragging on Bishop Foreman. I'm saying God get the glory. We've broken statistics and seen things happen that do not happen in this region. Why? Because God says if glory is on your life, if you touch it, I don't care where you're at. I'm going to make it work for you. I need you to just lay your hands on yourself. Say everything you touch is going to turn the Go. Everything that you touch is going to turn to go. Listen to this next definition. To treat as nobility. God says they're going to treat you like you're noble. They're going to treat you like you're a royal. In other words, you're going to go into places and you're going to be treated with an elevated level of experience. Watch me. And you're not going to have to tell them who you are. Glory is going to announce who you are. Which means people will be compelled to come at you at a higher level. People will be compelled to come at you at a higher way. Listen. Then it means to prevail. That means to win. Which means when, watch me, the wise are honorable, the honorable get honored. Pay attention. God says, I'm going to make sure, listen, that you prevail. So any fight you get into, you got it. I, I need you to stop tripping. Any fight you get into, you got it. 
Any fight you get into, you got it. Any fight you get into, you got it. Prevail means win. I need you to announce the next 12 months of your life. Holla, I'm winning. Yeah, come on, holler that. I'm winning. Some of y'all next to people ain't hollering. Come on, say, I'm winning. Why? Because I have already been, the, the outcome has already been predetermined, which means I don't care what it looks like in round one. I don't care what it looks like in round two. Baby, you better last because if you make it to the end, you win. I rebuke your quit. I rebuke your give up. Watch me. I rebuke your, I'm not good at this. I tear down. Everybody under the sound of my voice and that's watching me now where the words have uttered out of your mouth and came out of your mouth. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. You are well able. The Bible says, let the weak say I'm sure. Which means you ain't got to feel strength. You got to speak. You only going to talk to me. You don't have to feel strength. You got to learn how to speak strength. Let's go. Then the next definition, it means I'll promote you. God says, I will lift you up. People wonder, how'd you get this role? How'd you get this position? Listen, I never chased being a bishop. I never chased being a bishop. There are people who chase it. They, they chase it. I never chased being a pastor. I never chased being a chief executive officer. But you know what? The wise are honorable and the honorable get honored. So those things, watch me, of promotion chased me. Can I get you to announce this? Say, it's chasing me. It's chasing me. Can I tell you, if you're chasing promotion, then that means you reverse the order so you're out of order. God says, I need you to be honorable because when you're honorable, it's going to chase you. Then look at these last couple of definitions. We've got to move. Then it means, listen, it then means <clears throat> uh, promote, then go forward while sore, which means it's not that you're not going to deal with some soreness. Where does soreness come from? Soreness comes from, I took a hit, so it's sensitive. I took a hit in that area, so I'm sensitive in that area. You took a hit in relationships, so, so now if somebody mentions relationships, you get emotional. Stop all that. You took a hit in your finances. So now when somebody mentions, mentions finances, you get sensitive. No, I need you not to let, watch me, where you temporarily suffer to become permanent soreness. I'll back the thing up and say it again. I need you not to let where you temporarily suffer to become permanent, watch me, permanent soreness. Because the Bible says when you got glory, you're going to be able to go forward, watch me, while you're sore. Which means even if I'm limping, I'm going. Even if I'm limping, I'm going. Even if I, watch me, even if it hurts like heaven, hell, and earth, I'm still going because the glory on my life won't let me stay in the gutter. Mm. The glory on my life won't let me stay in a low place. The glory on my life will not let me stay, watch me, sore and not continue to soar. Shut up. It will not, I don't mean it little, that just means it got good to me. It will not let me be sore and I not be able to soar. And what if I told you that the thing that's got you sore today is the reason you're going to soar, S-O-A-R, tomorrow. I need you to release a praise for five seconds that you're about to soar, even if you're still soar go five go four come on three let me hear you worship two come on Wednesday one hallelujah let's go so look then lastly this definition of glory means great pay attention the wise are honorable and the honorable get honored right there the wise are honorable and the honorable get honored we looked at first Samuel chapter 2 verse 30 God says in part, for I will honor those who honor me. Which means God says, if you do this, I got you. See, this is why the wise are honorable and the honorable get honor. Because it's wisdom to be a person of honor. Say, I'm a person of honor. 
1 Samuel 2.30. I will honor those who honor me, but those who despise me, and I taught you those definitions, scorn. God says, if you think or treat me as worthless, what does that mean to treat something as worthless? It means that it's not that important to you. So you're in church on a Wednesday night, which means you believe God's important to you. You Watch me. You serve, which means you believe God's important to you. You're a faithful giver, which means you believe God's important to you. And God says, I pay attention to who treats me like I'm nothing. He says, if you treat me like I'm worthless, if you treat your serving like it's worthless, God says, then I'm going to, watch me, I'm going to do to you how you do me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now for some of us, that's a place to celebrate. But for some, some of us, that's a place to come up. Because when he starts giving you what you've given him, you better make sure you're giving him what you want. Y'all not saying nothing to me. See, watch me. If you've been faithful and consistent and excellent, then you're excited because you're like, I'm going to get faithful, consistent, and excellent. But if you've been sloppy and trifling, baby, I need you to come up. Matter of fact, just prophesy to somebody next to you. Tell them, say, come up, come up, come up. Come on, type it on Facebook. Come up, come up, come up. Type it on YouTube. Come up, come up, come up. God says, what you do to me, I'm going to get that back to you. Those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me will be cursed. Let's look at this word despise. It dishonor generically, but I wanted to dig deeper into the definition so that you understood the tapestry of the word so you could see how sometimes you're being dishonorable and don't think it. Because it doesn't just mean to treat worthless, it means to think it's worthless. I'll get there when I get there. God says, you dishonored me. It's quiet. It's quiet. Oh, it's no big deal. They don't need me. God says, you just treated it like, worth, you treated it, like it was worthless. But watch me. It's not just to do it. God says, if you even think it, I'm going to get that back to you. For some of you all, please hear me tonight. The reason you feel so far from God is because of how you treat him. You treat him worthless. That's why you feel worthless. But tonight, but tonight, I call you out of that worthless place. But watch me. And here's how you're coming out. You're not just going to come out because you speak it. You're going to come out because you're about to change what you do. And when you change what you do, you're about to change what you see. This next definition, vile, that means disagreeable. Listen to this. Sometimes Christians think that they're being honorable because they respectfully do what they want. Let's use church, for example. Church has leadership. It has a structure. It has a hierarchy. The man of God, and in Harvest case, the bishop, and then there's hierarchy from that. So, so some people say, well, I'm being honorable. I don't want to do this. That's not what I want to do. When you respectfully do what you want, listen to me. God says, you have disdained me. You have dishonored me. See, real honor adapts and adjusts to whom you are honoring. This is important because for many people, this is why I wanted to dig into the word, uh, uh, the meaning of what it means to dishonor or to despise the Lord. Because many people say, oh, no, I'm very honorable. I just don't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't do that. And God is like, this is not about you. Listen, it's not about whether or not you like the song, whether or not you're going to clap. You better clap your hands. It's not about... Whether or not you like, the, you, you, you like the lights and you don't like all that. You want all the lights on. This ain't about you. No, then no, watch me. You, like, you want the lights on because you want to be seen. Didn't nobody come in to see you? Didn't nobody log on to see you? We came to hear from God. I, I wish you would stop making what's supposed to be about God about you. I, I, I feel this. I think this. I think, look, it's not, it, that, can I be honest with you? And I mean this with all love and all respect. Harvest, hear me. It doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what you think because this is not about you. I'm so glad when he had that cross, he didn't get tired. 
I'm so glad when they were whipping his beard out, he said, oh no, I ain't doing this for some people who are going to treat me worthless and respectfully do what they want. I'm so glad when they were beating him that he did not say, I ain't doing it for her because she's inconsistent. I need you to stop giving to God what God has not given to you because he gave you his best. When he walked up onto that cross and he paid the price for you, he gave you his very best best he didn't give you sloppy he didn't give you leftovers he said I'm going to give you me pay attention I didn't send an angel to die for you I didn't send an angel to die for you I didn't send an animal to die for you I came myself put myself in a body got up on a cross and had to give what I made permission to kill me so you can have life and you got the nerve to come in here talking about I don't like this I want this I want that respectfully do what the what I need you to open up your mouth and say, God, it's about you. It's about you. It's about you. I'm not a pastor today because this is what I wanted to do. And I know about trying to respectfully do what you want. I tried that. I tried that. This is my pastor, excuse me, my ministry anniversary this month. And I tried that. I tried that with the Lord. I, I was like, Lord, I don't want to be no pastor. Lord, I don't. And then a bishop, a pastor, two pastors. I said, no, sir. I said, Lord, all respect your people. Your people, God. Your people. Watch me. And I literally tried to respectfully do what I wanted. And can I be honest with you? Me dishonoring the Lord took me through one of the deepest valleys I ever went through. Watch me. That valley lasted for months. Watch me. And then when I gave him a yes, y'all, we about to go old school church. For some of you, God says, listen, the reason you in a valley is because you haven't given me a yes. And the reason that you keep going through the same thing over and over and over again. And watch me. Some of y'all, you got money, but you ain't happy. Stop thinking that material things mean something to God. Stop thinking that because you got a car and you got a house that that means something to God. You can have all of that and still commit suicide. You can have all of that and still hate your life. I need you to open your mouth and lift your hands and say, Lord, I give you a yes. 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 I will not respectfully do what I want. I will do what you said. You said it. I believe it. That settles it. Everybody on three, holler yes, Lord. One, two, three. Yes, Lord. So look, we got to move. We got to move. This last word, disdain, which means to act as if he's unworthy. Can I be honest with you? There should not have to be, come on, everybody, lift your hands there in praise and worship. There should not have to be, come on, everybody, clap your hands there in praise and worship. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and what he's done for you, I ain't talking about what he did for your neighbor. I'm not talking about what he's done for me. I'm talking about you. When you think about how he brought you out, watch me, it should instantaneously spawn you. You ought to just sometimes start running. Matter of fact, some of y'all on your job, you ought to be sitting there and then think about the days you didn't have a job. Think about the days where you were struggling. Think about the days where you were applying and nobody was calling you back. And while you're complaining about the job, you ought to just say, you know what? When I think to myself, you ought to just get up and run around your cubicle. You ought to get up and run around. And people say, what you doing? Listen, baby, the only reason I'm still here is because he's worthy. The only reason I'm still here is because he's good. Look, 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 look. Look, 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 honor, honor, let's go. Honor adjusts and adapts to who or what you honor. God says, don't act as if I'm unworthy. Don't respectfully do what you want. Like once I know the word, once I know what I'm supposed to do, once I'm taught it, once I'm given the instruction, once I'm given the directive, I do it. I don't have the liberty to respectfully disagree and not 
create dishonor on myself. Pay attention. Look, honor adjusts and adapts to who or what you honor. Look at Malachi 1.6. A son honors his father, a servant his master. If I then am a father, where is my honor? God says, where is it? He says, listen, he says, listen, if you know how to do this on earth, why don't you do this for me? And can I be honest? In today's culture, most people don't even know how to do it on earth because if you teach honor, people will say you're controlling. And you teach honor, people will say you're overbearing. It's not overbearing. Watch me. It's appropriate. Mm. It, watch me. It, it don't take all of that, but that's why you don't have that much. Mm. You wouldn't think it takes all of that because you don't have that much. See, never, never, ever consult with the cursed about how to be blessed. I need you to elbow somebody. You got about four more elbows to give them. I need you to elbow somebody and just tell them, don't consult the curse on being blessed. Don't, don't. If you're online, just type it. Just type it, Facebook. Just type it, YouTube. Just type it on Twitter. Never consult cursed people about how to be blessed. It's very simple. If I then am your father, where is my honor? If I am a master, where is my fear, says the Lord of hosts to you? Everybody listen. Everybody pay attention. Watch this. Look, 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 look. Honor, watch me, makes God fight for you. It says the Lord of hosts. Lord of hosts is a Hebrew phraseology that simply means the God of angel armies. More specifically, it is a name of God, Jehovah Sabaoth. Jehovah Sabaoth, S-A-B-O-A-A-T-H. Here's what it means. It means when God joins his forces with your forces to fight for your success. In other words, God says, uh, go back to Malachi 1, 6. God says, I will fight for you. I will go to war for you. Uh, listen, some of y'all, the reason God don't want you to clap back is because when he claps back, he gonna clap them back like they never been here, y'all. Matter of fact, can I get you to rejoice over this? Watch me. That because you're a person of honor, God says, I got every enemy, every gossiper, every person that's ever raised their tongue against you. Woe unto them. Oh, my God. Why? Because God says, I will go to war with that woman over you. I will go to war with that man over you if you stay in honor. Watch me. And not because you were even right, but because you stayed in honor. Oh, my God. Come on, open your mouth and say, I'm a person of honor. Listen, so I taught you this. What gets honor? Number one, processes get honor. We're almost done. That's the way something should be done. First Corinthians 14, 40. Let all things, how many things? All things be done decently and in order. God is not sloppy. For those of you who hear me, especially my dream teamers, God is not into sloppy serving in the name of, or they should be happy with it. We ain't got to take that. We don't have to accept that. We don't have to accept that. Watch me. Don't give God something that's not decent. And not orderly. The Bible says, let all things. This is the way in which things should be done. Number two, people. And I taught you this. Here's the protocol for how you honor. You always honor up first. What does that mean? God doesn't respect persons, but he does respect ranks. So anybody that has rank in your life, you honor up. So let's just use church, for example. So for example, if I'm your shepherd, then, then the scripture says, I'm due honor in your life. And my rank would be, you're honoring up. It's the leader. You got it? This is important. This is what a lot of people do. You will honor what your friend said instead of what who had rank said. He got quiet right there. See, you will honor what your sister said instead of what who had rank said. Oh, God, Adam, you will honor what your wife said. Come on, y'all. Instead of what God said. The Bible says that when God goes to check Adam, you know what he checks him for? He says, because you listened to the voice of your wife and you made what she said more important than what I said. You honored her and did not honor me. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, I know they say happy wife, happy life, but can I tell you this? Happy God, listen, happy life. Listen, that's the way it is. Because if you have dishonored God to honor a person, you're out of order. You're out of order. 
period. You're out of order. Some of you, you consult the people who by, by way of rank are down. And I don't mean down because you're looking down at them. I mean down because by order of rank, they, they, they're one below. You'll consult your, watch me. I need you parents to stop telling your kids all your business. Why? Because what happens is you honor down and then you try to make them respect you. But what happened is, is you made them your equal. And so now when you try to make them respect you, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You've now made them your equal. Watch me. You can never receive from who you do not respect. All right. Watch me. You honor up. If I say honor up, all right. Say, say, say around, then down. Come on, y'all. Come on, Wednesday. Let's go. Honor up, honor around, then down. Matter of fact, let's make a dance out of it. Honor up, honor around, then down. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Honor up, then around, then down. Look at Romans 13, 7. Render therefore to all their due. Look at the Bible. Render therefore to all their due. Taxes to whom taxes are due. Customs to whom customs are due. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Everybody look at me. The seat the person holds is what's due honor. And it's not so much about the person in the seat as it is the seat that's due honor. Right? This is so important. Whenever you're like, I don't know what to do because this person said this, this person said this, check the rank. Check the rank. Up, around, then down. If you honoring what they said and not what came from up, oh, baby, it's about to be toe up. Listen. All right, let's go. Number three, protocols. Protocols are the order in which something should be done. Look at Matthew 6.33. But seek first. This is order. Seek first. Which means God says, if I look at me, we often think, well, as long as it all gets done, it's good. God's not that way. God says, I care about the order in which you did it. For some of you all, you don't even realize you're dishonorable because you did it in an order that made sense to you, but it wasn't your order to give. It wasn't your order to give. It wasn't your order to interpret. It wasn't your order to do. And so now you're like, well, everything got done. And God is like, no, I cared about the order that it got done. You cannot put the flour in the pan and put it in the stove and say, I got cake. And then you're going to add the oil and the eggs and all that later. You are not. Listen, you're going to have a mess on your hands. That's not going to be edible. And for some of you all, watch me. The reason you're so frustrated is because you don't watch me. Let me go here, please, y'all. I mean this for love. You said, well, I'm creative, so I just am not like everybody else. But creativity is not an excuse to be dishonorable. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm just, I'm artistic. Artistic is not a reason to not follow the protocol. The order in which you do things matter to God. Can I preach like I want to? The Bible says, in Genesis 38 and 8, the Bible talks about, you can write it down, go study it for yourself. The Bible talks about how God gave this instruction did this man named Onan. And the Lord told him, I want you to go and I want you to go uh, into your brother's wife. And he said, your brother's gone. I want you to literally uh, uh, go into your brother's wife and I want you to have children. God gave him a specific order. He was supposed to do it. Onan did not follow the order. And for that, the Bible says that the Lord, in, it, was, it was over for him. It was over him. Watch me. Watch me. If you still got a pulse, that means it's not over for you and I need you to follow protocol the order if they said do one two three baby do one two three if they said do ABC stop talking about when I'm gonna do a zebra a cow a lamb ram tomato no stop stop because while you don't think it's a big deal God says that's why I haven't let you have a big deal 
Because you don't think it's a big deal. God says, that's why, watch me, what you want most, I won't give you. See, because some people say, well, I don't believe in all of that. Yep, but let's tell the truth. Let's tell the truth. You got to take pills to go to sleep. Why? Because there's something out of order in you. And what's out of order in you is creating disorder around you. And the disorder in you and the disorder around you come because you refuse to follow protocol. God says, this is the order in which things should be done. And watch what he attaches to the promise. He says, and all these things, pay attention. If you can't follow order, you can't have things. Oh my God, look at your Bible. See, and it's not just material things, but it's what things? The things you want most. Y'all better listen to me. See, if you read the previous verses, they were talking about the things they wanted most. And God says, well, why are you worried about these things? Only the heathen, only the pagans worry about these things. He, he, he says, but you, 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 say your first and your last name. You, 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 you seek the kingdom first and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Which means God says, if you can't follow order, the things you want most, you can never have. Oh, my God, but that's over. <laughs> Come on, say, I will not be out of order. Come on, y'all. Don't be foolish. I will not be out of order. All right, look, we got to wrap. Proverbs 3.35. We looked at this verse, but I want to look at it one more again. How many more gains? Oh, one more again. The wise will inherit or get honor, which means you got to earn this and glory. But look at the last part. Dishonor and shame is conferred on fools. Dishonor is dangerous. You know how dangerous it is? Romans, Revelation 13, or excuse me, 12 and 7 says this. Now a war arose where in heaven. Let me stop right there. For some of y'all would be like, I don't know why things are going. If even heaven had a day where things got a little hectic, I need you to realize that sometimes it's going to happen in your house. Sometimes it's going to happen on your job. Trust me, sometimes it may even happen in church. But I need you not to be part of the disorderly ones. <clears throat> I need you not to be part of the disrespectful ones. I need you not to be part of the dishonorable ones. If war happened in heaven, then it's going to happen where you're at too. War arose in heaven. What does that mean? It bubbled up. I want to preach this. It bubbled up. Watch me. That means there was a bunch of little sly conversations going on. I rebuke every sly conversation even going on amongst harvesters. Y'all let go say them. I rebuke every dishonorable and disrespectful and disorderly conversation even going on amongst harvesters. Why? If the war arose, that meant this thing was bubbling. I rebuke the bubbling up that's in your house. I rebuke the bubbling up that's in your job. I rebuke the bubbling up. Here it is in your family. It's a lot of little conversations they having with one another that's been bubbling it up open your mouth say we rebuke it we rebuke it it arose it bubbled up it boiled up in heaven this is God's domain and we already learned God is a God of honor God's like I'm not having this Michael and his angel fighting against the dragon pay attention and his angel fighting against the dragon so Satan who's referred to as the dragon everybody look at me everybody look at me he gets one third of the angels and we know this from the previous verses the bible refers to them it says his tail drew one-third of the stars the stars there represents is referring to the angels everybody look the bible says this that he gets one-third of the angels to side with him everybody look at me if even the enemy could get angels to turn on god why are you shocked when people turn on you if even the listen Y'all been around God. Like y'all been coming to and fro. Y'all have been around the throne. And now watch me. One third of them 
got dishonorable and they turned on God. Like, he's perfect. You and I, if he could get one third of the angels to, watch me, to take his side, watch me, stop being surprised. Matter of fact, don't even be mad anymore. Just do like Jesus did. Whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Can you hurry up, please? If you're about to betray me, can you hurry up? If you're going to lie, can you hurry up? If you ain't going to be with me, can you hurry up? Matter of fact, can I know that you ain't going to work out up front so I don't waste none of my time, waste none of my energy, waste none of that with you? I need to know now why. I got too much living to do because my next 12 are going to be my best 12. Come on, come on. Y'all go, let's go, let's go. Watch me, watch me. Sit down, sit down. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Look, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. So what does dishonor do? It divides. See, dishonor breaks unity and makes people take sides. Dishonor breaks unity and makes people take sides. Watch me. And God doesn't take sides. God takes over. So look at the next part. And the dragon and his angels fought back. Dishonorable people always want to get their peace in. They always want to say what they got to say. Watch me. It's over, but they want to keep talking. For some of you, or watch me, you didn't even know it was dishonorable because watch me, you wanted to fight back, but when you fought back, you were fighting against the rank. Mm. he got quiet right there you wanted to say but I just need to say my peace your peace wasn't needed and for some of you all watch me you got to be careful because you will think you're quote unquote sticking up for yourself standing up for yourself when you don't even realize this wasn't necessary in the moment sometimes the right thing to do is to just yes I got it yes I got it I understand it ain't about getting my peace out and let me say what I got to say for some of y'all watch me this is why nothing ever lasts in your life because you always got too much to say and sometimes you just need to say okay got it and let it be done. That dragon and his angels, what did they do? They fought back. But when they fought back, they fought against the honor of God. They fought against the order of God. Look at verse 8. But he was defeated. Dishonor always has to die. Dishonor always has to die. It's always going to cause something to die. Watch me. Watch me. You will fall. You will fall if you're a person walking in dishonor. He was defeated. And there was no longer any place for them found in heaven. Look at this verse. He was defeated. There was no longer any place for them in heaven. Which means when you side with somebody dishonorable, even though they started it, you're going to lose your place. You're going to lose your progress. You're going to lose your stuff. And listen, I don't know about you, but I've come too far. I've worked too hard. I've cried too many tears. I've dealt with too much to lose what I've gained because I took the wrong sides. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I will fight to stay in honor. Come on, Wednesday. I will fight to stay in honor. You ain't pulling me in no mess. You ain't pulling me in no drama. Get me out your group text. Get me out your group Facebook. Get me out this mess. You're not pulling me into that. Look, he fought, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. Oh, my God. So watch me. Look, 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 look. verse 9. He was thrown down to the earth. So what happened? He was thrown down. Whenever you are dishonorable, there always has to be something that is thrown down. Now, I need you to pay attention to this because this is significant. Something has to be thrown down whenever you're a place of honor. See, for some of you, this is why you went up financially and then down. This is why you went up in your relationship. You were so happy. You was posting. You was posting. You was snapping. You were doing all this. And God says, mm-mm. But your dishonor, mm, I got to throw it down. Watch me. Because, watch me. God says, I will not keep around me 
what dishonors me. Oh my God. I will not keep around me what this, I love you, but you got to go. And for some of you, you need to put this practice, this, put this in practice in your life. You got a bunch of people around you, watch me. They don't honor your God. They don't honor your serve. They don't honor your worship. Matter of fact, all they do is talk about it. So what you need to do is take a page from the Lord. You got to go. Matter of fact, listen, if it was Fifth Sunday, I said another way. Ooh, no. I ain't really what I wanted to say. I know what I wanted to say. Listen. You got to go. I'm not cussing. It's a Greek word, Gehenna, which means hot trash. <laughs> you got to take this stuff to the trash. See, right there. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Look at this. But he was thrown down to the earth. Pay attention. He left one dimension and had to come to another. You literally, pay attention to my, please listen to me. Whenever you see people have great falls in life, listen to me, Facebook. Whenever you see people, YouTube, we have great falls in life where they, they fall dimensions. It is because dishonor was somewhere. Dishonor was somewhere. You left heaven where God dwells and fell to the earth. You, you left where God dwells and you were thrown to the earth. You're not getting it. You left a place where there is no time to a place to now where you're bound by time. You left a place where, watch me, where you were a great warrior to now, watch me, there's nothing warrior-like about you. Look, look, let's go. We're almost done. They were thrown down to the earth with him. Look at me. Fools fall together. <laughs> Fools fall together. I've noticed something as a pastor. Hear me. I've noticed dishonorable people will often befriend dishonorable people. And I've noticed that they will get together and create a little dishonor group. And their dishonor group will now begin to pull one another down. And they'll fall together. They may have a little click that at first they all do their little crazy stuff together before they get toe up and toe apart. I want to warn some of y'all, hear me in the spirit, be careful who you got around you. Hear me, be careful who you're hanging out with. Because watch me, it didn't start, Satan didn't start, the dragon is revelation. Comes. He didn't start, I don't know why God doing this. Uh, he didn't start that way. It started simple. It started simple. It started simple. They had the meeting. Jesus, Jesus talking and he talking. Started small. Y'all not listen. Started small. It started, well, why we got to give God all the worship? Why can't you? It started small. Why we got to do all this? It started small. Well, I don't understand all this. It started small. And then war arose. You got to be careful because if the enemy wants you to destroy yourself, he'll have you to sow dishonor. If you sow dishonor, he doesn't have to get involved. You will self-destruct. As Saul, he's self-destructed. As Judas, he's self-destructed. As Gehazi, who was the servant of Elisha, he's self-destructed. Listen, listen. The, the Bible says that there's a couple of types of fools. We're doing a few types, rather, of fools. And I want to break this because tonight's message, in case you haven't figured it out, is don't be foolish. Come on, say that with me. Y'all know I don't like to say my titles at the beginning. I get to them when I get to them. Don't be foolish, all right? The first type of fool is a Kessel fool. K-E-S-I-L. Proverbs 26 and 11. Like a dog that returns to his vomit, a kessel, a fool, repeats his folly. A kessel fool, watch me, consistently goes through the same thing over and over and over again. Question, how many times you going to go on that merry-go-round? How many times are you going to go through that same thing before you step back and realize, I can no longer, watch me, something, it's not the world, it's not everybody else, it's 
Elbow somebody say, I found out who it is. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Say, it's you, it's you, it's you. Anywhere you see a repetitive cycle, it's an indication there's a castle. Right? Here's the second type of fool. Let's go. A let's fool. These are the Hebrew words for fool. Let's. A let's fool is a fool that ignores God's order. So this is to ignore something means you know it, you just choose not to do it. Can we be honest? Let's have this. Come on, you with me. You can be honest. You ever just had a moment where you knew right to do, but you just like, I just I ain't gonna do it. Wave at me. Come on. Online, would you do the hand emoji? Or just say, it's me. Look, <laughs> we ain't even at the invitation. Listen. Listen, we all have had these moments where we have been a let's fool. Problem with a let's fool is this, Proverbs 22.10. Drive out the scoffer, the let's, and contention will go away. Even strife and dishonor will sense. So this is what the Bible says. When you do this, you have to drive that out. Two ways you drive it out. One, sometimes you have to drive that person out. Can I tell you, everybody that walks away isn't lost. Healthy bodies eject what don't fit. You better hear me. Healthy bodies eject what doesn't fit. For some of you, you need to drive some people out. But watch me. Sometimes the let's is in you, and you need to drive it out of you. How do you do it? Notice the Bible says drive it out. That means force it out. That means I force myself to do what's right. I force myself to be honorable. I force myself to do what the word says. I force myself. Open your mouth and say, I force myself. I have to force myself to do this. Listen, last, last couple of fools. Next fool, a neighbor fool. Psalm 53, 1. The fool, the neighbor, says in his heart, there is no God. So a neighbor fool believes and acts as if there is no God. But watch me, because a lot of people say, oh, no, but I ain't that now. I believe in God. Watch me. Do you live as if you do, though? Do you live as if one day you're going to stand in front of him? See, like, for me, I know one day I'm going to stand in front of him. I know one day I'm going to stand in front of him. And I know I'm going to have to give an account for my life. And the Bible says, woe to you who teach, for you will, you will give an even more severe account. So I take my role and what I do, I take it seriously, which is why I'm so committed, which is why you see consistency, which is why I'm here even if I'm not here. Why? Because I have to stand in front of him one day and I have to say, God, this is what I did, sir. And you know what I want to hear him say? Well done, my good and faithful. You know what I don't want to hear? Boy, bye. <laughs> you know what I don't want to hear? He says, son, you knew me, but you didn't live as if I was real. Here's the last fool. Here's the last fool. A petty fool. Ah! Petty. Now, listen, it don't mean petty like I mean petty. So when I mean petty, I mean like you said something to, to, to really, uh, uh, it was gratuitous. It was a bit extra to make the point. Like, here's petty for me. Like, you know, somebody comes to you and they're telling you all the stuff that you told them was going to happen. So here's my petty. Well, I told you. That's my petty. That's what I mean when I say petty. Now, some people, when they mean petty, they mean something else. That's what I mean when I say it. That's not referring to this. That's not what this is referring to. A petty fool, Proverbs 132 says this, for the simple, for the petty, are killed by their Turning away. What does that mean? Inconsistency. He says, can I say it to you like this? Petty fools treat everything like it's petty. Petty fools treat everything like it's no big deal. 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 And I'm not saying that you, 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 go, you go wild and crazy because of, a, of, of, of an experience. But what I am saying is, is the Bible says you keep turning away. See, for some of you, you keep starting over because you keep, you keep being petty. You keep being inconsistent. Look at this. The petty are killed by their turning away, their inconsistency. Look at this next part. 
and the complacency of fools destroys them. See, the reason some people are inconsistent is because they're complacent. As far as they're concerned, I got it good, so I don't have to do anything to make it better. It's good for me, so I don't have to make it better. But can I tell you that what's ahead of you is better than what's been? Can I tell you that what God is about to do is better than anything he has done? Open your mouth. Say, I will not be foolish. I will not be foolish. Matter of fact, we just need to have everybody on your feet in this building, everybody on your feet online. We just need to have 10 seconds to repent because for all of us, we have been one of these fools. Wave at me if you know you've been one of these fools. But tonight, God, we declare that that comes to its end. Tonight, God, we declare that every ounce of foolishness, God, that has been in us, we release that. Come on, say, I release it. And not only do we release it, Father, we repent. We repent, God, tonight. We repent, God, in Denver. We repent in Atlanta. We repent on every digital platform. For God, for walking in foolishness, God, for being a Kessel fool, for being a let's fool, for being a neighbor fool, for being a petty fool, God, make us consistent. Randabashaya in the right things. Make us consistent in the things of God and God do not allow us to be complacent God because there's more you take us from faith to faith and from level to level and from glory to glory in Jesus name everybody say I repent I repent I repent what does that word mean Wednesday night live it means this it means re back to penthouse penthouse I get back to the best version of myself re turn around mm. it means I change directions it means I was headed this way. I was being foolish. I was being foolish. I was being foolish. But then I turned this way. I wonder, can I say this? I wonder if, the, if Satan ever thought that his dishonor was going to get him kicked out. I wonder if he thought that he was going to keep getting grace. Oh, I said it right there. I wonder if he thought that God was going to keep overlooking his disorder. Can I say something to some of y'all tonight? This, this is God saying, I need you to get this together. I need you to get this together. I need you to get this together. I need you to get this together because I wonder if the enemy only did that because he was trying to see how far he could go and he didn't realize that God would go to the extreme. Y'all better hear me Wednesday. For some of you, this is God saying to you, this is the one thing you've been missing. This is the one thing you've been missing. You're smart, you're a giver, you're a fake, you do all of that, but your honor, but your disorder, but your foolishness. God says, I can't even favor you because you're a fool. I wonder if he thought that God was just going to overlook it. I wonder if even when he sent Michael and the angels out, because remember, Satan had one third, but Michael had two thirds, mm, which means honor will always win. Order will always win. I wonder if he thought, God is just going to overlook this. It'll be all right. You know what happened? God says, mm -mm. matter of fact, I'm not even dealing with it. God says, I'm not getting off the throne to deal with him. Watch me. Y'all deal with this. Michael, take him out. And matter of fact, don't kill him. Do something worse. Bind him by time. Because they were immortal. What does that mean? Lived forever. But now bind him by time. Put him on the earth. And everybody else, watch me. Y'all want to have y'all little thing? All y'all can go. Watch me. Because I will not keep this dishonor and this foolishness around me. For somebody tonight, this is God trying to get in your face. Like, girl, let's go. Man, let's go. Listen, everybody, heads bowed, eyes closed in this building online. If you need to become a Christian tonight, this is your moment. Flee the foolishness of saying, well, I, I don't know if I can believe, Bishop Foreman. You can believe. 
I, I got questions about the Bible. Great. God's got answers. But some of you, the foolishness that you're in is that you're enabled for. You, you live as if there is no God. This is your moment to come to the Lord tonight. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, this is your moment to recommit yourself to the Lord. Thirdly, be like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure this is your moment. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on three. If you're in the building, you're going to raise your hand. If you're online, you're going to do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me. One. God's coming to get you. Two. This is no guilt, no condemnation, no same. Online, with a hand wave emoji. If you're, uh, uh, or say it's me. If you're in the building, you're going to throw your hand up. One, two, three. Hands up right where you're at. Hands up right where you're at. Right where you're at. Come on, church. I need you celebrating. Come on, Facebook, I need you celebrating. YouTube, I need you celebrating. Over 500 people have given their lives to the Lord. Father, we believe you for a harvest tonight. Draw them, Lord. Draw them. Draw them. I sense in the spirit. Watch me. Some of you, you've not responded. Put that hand up. Put that hand up. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to look down on you. Put that emoji up. Nobody's going to beat you down. This is your moment. Do not miss your moment. Like, what if this was your moment? Do not miss it. Do not miss it. Everybody pray this for me. Father. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for never giving up on me, even when I was foolish. Oh, God. I said, thank you for your love. I confess in my mouth, I believe in my heart, that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, uh, if you just pray that prayer for the first time, uh, listen. Text that word decision to 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you. In the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 